All right. All right. All right. I'm excited for this one. Actually, I've been thinking about this one the last couple of days, so I'm excited to talk about it. So welcome to our third podcast with Dirty Scrubs, podcast number three. Today, we're going to talk about burnout. Why and how does it happen? And what does that specifically look like in each of our lives? We're all ER trauma nurses, some military, some not. We are doing the thing. Um, The first thing I think of when I think of burnout is just like, oh, I'm burnout at my job, right? Which is a huge thing for sure. But if we take it one step further, what does that look like in your personal life? So we're going to talk about that today and kind of dissect burnout. One, I think the first step is to identify that you're in a burnout. Do you think that that's hard to do? Or do you think that you guys are all able to like, say, you know what, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm burnt out. I think it's easy. Yeah. I can definitely feel, you know, when I'm getting into that burnout, um, you know, I, I joined the military to move around. So it is very, when I get close to a PCS, I can definitely tell I'm getting into a burnout because Mm -hmm. I'm ready to move on and I'm ready to do something different. Um, but yeah, this time around, it's just been, you know, just, you know, it's kind of just, I don't want to go into work. It's dreadful to go into work. Um, when I get home, all I want to do is sleep. You know, I don't have any kids. I have some animals that I have to feed, but for the most part, it's really having me dig deep to find self-motivation to go out and do stuff. Cause I'm trying not to think about work all the time, trying not to, you know, waste my days off. Um, so it's, it's, I definitely can feel it. Two questions there. What do you think causes the burnout that y'all are feeling? Again, like for me, it's just, I've been doing this for a while and I just want to do something different. Um, and then it's just like changes in the environment at work that cause it for me too. So what makes you want to do something different though? Like, is it just the strict fact that you're bored with it? Or is it a little bit more than that? A little bit more again, like with the environment at work, I've lost a lot of really close friends on the team. So it's hard. I don't have as many people that I go to or that I've trusted. Uh, so that's tough. And then again, getting to go out and do some of the military training has made me excited to do a different type of nursing in the military. So that also makes me want to move on and, you know, get to my next duty station, do something a little bit different. Yeah. When I'm at work, I can literally be out loud and be like, Hey, like I'm burnt out. Like I'm done. Like I'm, I'm, I need to like, I need to step away. I need to take a break. Like I'm done. Like I am super vocal when I'm in that burnout. And that's, that's a huge, Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But are you also like that with your close people? Do, do you feel like it's a failure to say that you're burnout? No. Like you can't handle it. Like you can't do hard things. No, because of the reasons why I feel burnt out. Like if it, if so, for instance, for work, I, I still want to be a nurse. Like I still want to help people. I feel like the way things have changed, like Bree said, the environment has changed so much um, that that's more of a, like an annoyance and it's a burnout. And I feel like things aren't going to change and it doesn't matter what we have in place as far as like these subsidiaries that we're supposed to go to, to do this and do that. And let's make a change. We could do this and just keep doing this and keep doing that and keep reporting it. And I just feel like nothing changes. It's getting worse. Okay. It's not getting better. Okay. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like a lack of respect. Like, yeah. But it does come from the other side too, not just from the patients, but also, you know, 
pharmacy yelling at us because the doctor put an order in wrong yeah. the lab yelling at us because one of the you know cnas or medics drew blood on an iv that was crap and it hemolyzed like i feel like we get put in the middle and from it we get from both sides people kind of yelling at us or being mad at us people in general maybe just nurses if we want to focus it on that hear that enough what you're feeling is valid the reasons that you're feeling it the way that you're feeling it's valid one of the biggest reasons that i left bedside nursing is because i was taking care of sick patients who were rude as hell who didn't have any appreciation who were demanding and uh, they were entitled right and <laughs> so a million ways we can describe that yeah but do you know what I had to do? I had to call a babysitter to watch my sick kids <laughs> while I go take care of an asshole, right? Yeah. So like, that's not, that's not cool. And that is one of the biggest reasons that I left. Um, and I think that kind of led me to, to burnout. Yeah, um, that's the other part of the burnout though, is that when we're sitting there, we are trying to advocate for Mima or Papal who's there or, you know, the person who's you know driving in from out of town came in on an ems has no idea where they're at whatever when we when we are actually sitting there trying to advocate for our patients whether it's you know hey are we going to get this patient discharged like it's already nine o'clock it's late they're 80 years old like they got to drive home they mm -hmm. live hours away when we're trying to advocate for that patient that's also a burnout because now we have to fight with lab we have to fight with ct we have to fight with the resident. A taxi service. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's probably my, you know, yeah, biggest frustration there. It's, 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 it's as simple as driving myself. It's as simple as trying to get somebody, you know, a sandwich on the weekend. We don't even have food. Like there's no food. Yeah. Nobody stocks it. Like right. no person's been there for six hours because we are slammed with all these people and influx of patients just coming in from the front, from the back. And, and all I'm trying to do is just feed this poor patient who's been there for six hours and yeah. like not mm -hmm. their food at all. And I go to the refrigerator and there's no food. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, like you're trying so hard yeah. to put in extra work. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. To do that. And you, no, yeah. Marissa, you saying about the taxi vouchers, that's like one of my biggest things. <laughs> oh, I know. I try so hard to get my patients to their destination and it's, it, it burns me out. This is what we do as nurses. We say, okay, hey, Brie, your patient doesn't have a ride home. There's no taxi voucher. You know, screw it. I'll pay for Uber. And I then, have. Yep. And then she's, and then she's like, I'll pay for an Uber. And then somebody else is like, no, I'll get it. What they don't have food. It's okay. We have food over here. Or, hey, let me go, go get them something from the, from, you know, mm -hmm. the cafeteria or something like we end up doing that ourselves. And that's, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's a burnout, but I think when we're talking burnout, it's more than just a bad day. Wouldn't you guys right. agree with that? It's yeah. a streak. Oh, yeah. It's longer than a streak. Right. It affects really all areas of your life, even if you don't want it to, I think. Right. What is your definition of burnout? And let's start with Brie. I guess for myself, it's getting into too much of a routine where it becomes uh, mundane. And I just feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. And, you know, I like a little challenge or a, a little difference in my life. So when I start to get burned out, I feel like it's more so because I'm just doing the same thing and every day feels the same. Um, so that's my definition of burnout. Dre, what do you got? For me, it's an emotional uh, change that is sustaining. So if I have something that makes me sad or something that makes me, you know, angry, if that feeling, that emotion is sustained every time I do this particular thing, then I feel like I'm burnt out on it. Absolutely. Okay.
I think I disagree with that. Be what he got. For me, it's like, I catch myself getting really frustrated by things that shouldn't be bothersome. And yeah, I mean, I'll go through my daily routine and I just find myself being more irritable than normal, more frustrated than normal. And even people who typically can pull me out of it, I'm just like, I don't want to hear what you have to say. I don't want to hear your positivity, what I know right now, because I'm burnt out. I'm frustrated. Do you still have that same feeling outside of work? Oh yeah. Like my spouse, for example. I mean, there's times where I'll have a bad week or something and I'm feeling extra burnt out. And then I come home and I'm, I know I can tell I'm just more irritable and on edge and I snap on things and he's just like, Whoa, what the heck is going on? You know, it's hard too to swallow your pride and be like, I'm so sorry. It's not you. I'm just frustrated so by this. Hard. But it's, oh yeah, it's, it's hard. And it's hard to admit that something that you worked so hard to get toward, like becoming a nurse, becoming an ER nurse, becoming an Air Force nurse, all of those things. It's hard to admit like, man, it. I worked so hard to get here and now it just makes me frustrated. When you have worked for something that you've told everybody that you've worked for, that you've been striving for this particular thing, right? And everybody kind of identifies you with that. If we're going to go towards like the job thing, then I think, I don't know that it is part of your identity, but it's, it is really attached to as like a label that you carry around. And when you, I think people just expect you to be okay with it all the time because you love it, you know? Yeah. So nursing, I think we could agree that we all love nursing, but I also think we could agree that, I mean, I left bedside because one of the reasons I left bedside was because I was burnt out. There were other reasons that just happened sooner, but, you know, I realized I loved the core of nursing and maybe even bedside, but I, when I thought about it, I got angry and irritated and frustrated Mm -hmm. and it does trickle down into other areas of your life. That kind of, you, you kind of described what it looks like in your life, V, when you described, you know, you become snappy and irritable um, with your spouse or people Mm -hmm. that are around you. Dre, what do you think that burnout looks like in your life? Most of my burnout comes from work. Um, I'm not really frustrated or annoyed or, or bothered by anything that I have outside of the workplace. So I tend to just drop it because it's easier for me to come home and be able to, um, as an online trainer, like converse with my clients and get right back into it and build meal plans and bring programs. And I have to be their rock. I have to sit there and, you know, boost up their confidence and make sure they keep going and check in on them. And I have a son, I have a son and I have, you know, youth football players that I, you know, mentor and uh, other young athletes with the training. So like, I have to just, if I carry that with me home, then it interferes with my life. It interferes with my other daily life. So I try just to like shut off work. Like I clock in, I clock out and I'm done. I don't try to bring that home. I don't try. I have very, very, a very, very small close circle of friends that I talk with that are also first responders. Other than that, I don't like, I don't call my mom about it. I don't talk to my brother and sisters about it. I just keep it kind of shut down, locked down, locked in and kind of just hone in on whatever else I have going on. And that's what kind of helps me being around my family uh, picking up and getting right back into motivating and encouraging and knowing that there's other stuff going on besides what just happened at work. Dude, I commend you for that because I yeah. am so yeah. bad at that. Yeah, me too. It's hard to, when you just want to explode at the end of the day and vent and just be like, ah, 
it's so hard to say no just well, leave it shut your car I door feel, leave i it. feel like at that point too if you know holding it in so much and not being able to come home and have someone that i trust or that i love that i can express those emotions to that it would start affecting my work it would start affecting how i'm talking to my coworkers how i'm talking to my patients and i don't want that so i need that outlet of you know my spouse or my family to be like hey this is how i'm feeling this is what's burning me out at work right now. I just need to get it off my chest because it's going to bother me if I don't. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. And so I, I'm, I, I respect that a lot. Cause that's awesome. Cause I'm not very good at doing that. So for me, a part of what I'm feeling right now is in motherhood, right? I feel burnt out on motherhood. A couple of months ago, I could say I felt burnout on my marriage. So I think to just cut it off, I don't know how I feel about that. Is there a part of it that is also sweeping it under the rug so you don't actually have to deal with it? When I drive home, it's very different every time. Sometimes I drive home in complete silence. Whatever whatever happened on that shift um, is in my mind. What I try to do is I just try to, it's more of like a reset for me. I hit the reset button so that I can jump right back into my life. Cause I love what I do. I love being a nurse. I love taking care of people. I love making people feel better. I love heat. I love the idea that we can heal, but I also feel like there is no way for me to bring that home. And my kid, my family, they don't deserve that. Sometimes I get home and I'll sit in my driveway. I'm tired as heck, but I will sit in my driveway for a good 20 minutes, just sitting in there. I do not want to bring that home. I literally just try to reset and same goes for whatever happens in my home. Like right now I'm dealing with a very difficult situation with my grandmother, but I try not to take that to work. I don't want to be sad at work. I don't want to, you know, anything that I'm holding in from what's going on with my grandma, I don't want to take that at work. So I reset and I do whatever I need to, to keep my cup overflowing. Just like you said, whatever that may be. This is a good, this leads us into our, our second question, maybe our last one, but why are you allowing burnout? I think burnout so for me, I think burnout is inevitable. It's inevitable in our areas of life. Like you said, as a mom, being married, uh, being single, uh, being a single mom, being a nurse, being a first responder, law enforcement, um, car salesman, you, you're going to see burnout everywhere. So Are I think, you though? I disagree. If you're taking care of your health, your mental health. Why would we see burnout? Because of our environment. Like Bree said, it's your environment. I really want to hear what you said because you, you disagree. So I feel like, can you come over to my team right now? Like, no, I totally disagree because not every single person in the United States in the world, whatever can wake up and love their job because we need the people who are going to go into septic tanks and empty those. And we need the people who can run Amazon and love their life and live on a $5 billion yacht. Like I get that. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think it's an inevitable thing. I think there are those of us who have found something that is their true calling where they wake up every day because I see it in my dad all the time for years where he's like, I love my job. Oh, okay. But you're saying, I I like it. I see what you're saying. I also agree. I, I think some people find that passion, that perfect job. Well, are there things that you could identify in your dad's life that, um, that he does that keep him immense mentally and emotionally healthy. Yeah. He works out still 60, okay. 64 years old. He goes to the gym every That's day. Awesome. He, yeah. Works on his car. He's got a 69 Camaro, his dream car. He works on that every weekend. Ooh. Yeah. There's things. Well, yeah. He has a reset button. Sure. 
but those resets are working. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So maybe he is burnt out, but he doesn't need to say it because he has this reset button that he's able to hit that. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's able to do it on a daily basis or however often he needs. And he never even experiences that burnout because he's already doing what he needs to do on the other side. Could be. I'd have to ask him, honestly, but it does concern me though. Like to answer this question. I do. Yes, I will call him up. follow up to calm but it concerns me for the future like if you if you link this back to healthcare again and specifically nursing because we were talking about that but what happens in the future of nursing so many people are burnt out so many people i mean nurses are leaving in droves we just found out uh brie at work the other day i don't even know if you heard this but they told us that the air force is going from 90 percent manning to 60 percent manning in the next two months for, for ER nurses, I think, or something like, but regardless, like a 30% cut, dude, what are we going to do if that continues at that rate? And I don't see it not continuing to be honest. Yeah. I would agree with that. I don't, yeah, I think it's probably going to continue. I think it will probably get worse. I don't know that it's going to, I don't know that this is a dip where it's going to come back up and we're going to see a huge improvement in it. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I still have the same question. I don't, I don't really know that anybody's really answered it. Why are you allowing burnout in your life? Well, I think, I mean, it's hard to say that I'm allowing it. Like I'm obligated. I'm in the military. There's no way. And I like, you know, my, my wife was in a position at her job where she was burnt out and she had the option. I said, you know, I can support us for however many months while you find a new job, if it's that bad. And I was able to, and we've talked about it. And she said, that was a huge help. She's like, I never thought I'd be able to leave because of money. You know, if people Mm. feel like they get stuck because they don't have the financial support to get out of the situation, you know, they don't have the support around them to get out of it. So uh, for, for me anyway, I'm obligated to stay in this situation until I can move to my next, you know, one of the reasons that I feel like I allow burnout in my life is because I don't want to do the harder thing. I think a lot of times changing jobs is harder than staying in that burnout and that comfortable really ish mm. position. I don't, yes, wow. yes, yes. People don't want to, people don't want to get out of their comfort zone go into survival mode instead of thriving because attempting to thrive feels like way too much work. It could, but I disagree with that too. Okay. How so? For example, Brie and I will openly admit we are burnt out. I mean, we are, it's, we're in an obligatory state where like she said, we're, we are obligated to be where we are, perform how we need to perform to advance our careers and progress to the next duty station when we PCS. Okay, fine. I get that. But like she and I have taken it upon ourselves, taken it upon ourselves to create our field training exercise that we built from scratch with our own time and our own money to benefit those around us. Like there in no way did we not feel burnt out and in no way did that completely refill our cup. We just looked around and we're like, hey, we noticed that there's something lacking in the department as far as education goes. Everyone around us is burnt out. Maybe we can implement something that's cool to try to help everyone, those around us, including ourselves. And I do think it helped a little bit to be like, wow, that's cool. We built this from scratch. Like, this is cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. People are benefiting from it. 
But I think had we felt the way you just described, we never would have done that. And we still feel the burnout that you were describing. And we easily could have just checked out and been like, nah, this is stupid. Well, like, you I don't have decision. the... So you did feel that way, but you just made a decision to get out of that situation, that emotional phase. It's a, you bring, you bring up a very good point, Marissa. I didn't even like, you know, uh, think about it, but yeah. Cause I think we found a new type of passion that helped us. Well, helped me anyway, kind of get out of the burnout for a little bit, because now I had something to look forward to. I was excited about I, it's like something I can look forward to in my future and my career and getting to share it with the medics and nurses in our department was amazing. So I definitely think the exercise has helped me feel a little bit better and motivated me a little more, you know, going to work, having the nurses and the medics ask me questions, want to talk about the exercise, you know, having some of them say that that's why they joined was to do stuff like that. So yeah, no, I definitely think you brought a little bit of life back to something that felt dead. Yeah. Not, not able to come back from that it brings a little bit of hope back to a situation that feels completely overwhelming and like it is difficult to get out I do think there are people that will sit and burn out for 30 years I also think that there are people that will feel burnt out and they will make a change and I think that's why I phrased that question like why are you allowing this why am I allowing this that's a really good point though Courtney because that is something that exacerbates the frustration that I was feeling. And maybe Bree, you can agree, but I'm just like, why are, why are the two, whatever, a lieutenant, captain, lower, kind of on the lower end of people who have been there. We've, I've only been there for two and a half years, whatever, but I'm like, why are, why are us two the only ones recognizing that this is a huge problem? And like, we're truly the only ones stepping up to do anything about it. Because it's, it's hard. Would you guys say that it's been probably parts of it have been difficult to navigate? And also, I think that people are, they don't necessarily like feeling burnt out, but they don't want to put in the work to not feel burnt out. It's a difficult situation for a lot of people that would probably feel stuck. But V, I think as stuck as you could feel right now, you're making changes for your future you're saying i don't want to stay in this place for 30 years in this complacency of burnout for 30 years and you're doing something about that mm -hmm. you guys all know there's a nurse that we've all worked with and he is an amazing nurse and he will be at the bedside of anybody who needs help uh the sickest patient in the er he's at the bedside where you could find him and i asked him the other day i said hey do you ever get burnt out working <clears throat> or just in nursing general like I mean he moonlights you know other places and I'm like do you do you ever get burnt out like with nursing and he said yeah and I was like really you out of all the people wow. here I would never ever think that you would be somebody who says yes to that right he said yeah he said but it's not my job it's not what I'm doing. It's not what I want to do. It's the environment. It's it's arguing with lab. And he said the same things we just said. So that made me feel like burnout is inevitable just because the environment play, plays a huge, huge factor in it. But you can change your environment. Do I just go work in a different department? Do I take 
Do I do nursing, but a different way? And that's yeah. how I'm able to kind of reset is that I want to save lives, whether I'm doing that or help people feel better about themselves. I want to make sure that we just make sure that while we're saving other people's lives, we don't lose our own life. I'm probably the worst one to talk about this right now because I'm not doing any of these things <laughs> to fill my cup, really. Um, or to get out of that spot of burnout, right? Like I can change things. I can, but it's a lot of freaking work and I don't really want to. I mean, that's not true though, because Dre, you just said that you did the equivalent of what Brie and I did with our field training exercise with your clientele and Courtney, you've done it in the form of a podcast. Like we've all found a little something. Yeah, I guess but that's a it always comes back to like, why is it that these other things make us feel so much better? <laughs> But our core career choice is like, is that the root cause? Maybe? I don't know. We know that we're feeling burnt out. Like, what do we do about that? And I think that's what you're describing, B, is we're, we're going into these other areas of our life, ask for things to be changed or be a part of the change, which I think you two, which I love, are doing, right? You saw something. Cool. I've asked for this to be changed. It's not changed by me just being asked for it. So now I'm going to do this thing. Reducing stimuli or de-screening. I'm absolutely terrible about the social media thing. I think this should be our next one. Are we yeah. on social media? Because there's yes. And there's so many reasons why. And it's so deeper than social media, right? So much deeper than that. Um, so I think we'll kind of bring it to a close unless you guys have anything else that you want to really talk about right now no good okay yeah uh so the challenge for this week is to be intentional with identifying if you are burnout in an area of your life definitely doesn't have to be nursing and then be intentional this is the even better part be intentional with facing the burnout to say no as we close these are just some thoughts to ponder you have to be well whether he she or they around you are well or not. Being well is something that we have to be intentional with. Um, you're going to feed something or starve something. So every yes is an automatic no to something else. And every no is an automatic yes to something else. Even if you think you're not choosing yes, then it happens that way. It just happens. And if we can change our mindset, then we can find the good in burnout realizing that it's an invitation to be intentional with rest and recovery. Burnout can breed bitterness if we're not careful with it. So there could be a good side of it. We can find the good in it. Positive attitude, mindset shift. So yeah, that's a good point because like, sorry, just one last thing. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen Spider-Man Venom where like the black Venom starts to like yes. yeah. creep yeah. into it? Yeah. That's how I feel about it sometimes. Like with yeah. what you just said, it breeds like this bitterness. There's times where like I get so affected by work where I'm like, I, I get so burnt out that I'll stop working out and then like, I'll stop doing things I enjoy or whatever. like, I won't like right. I'm in school right now. And I'm like, okay, whatever. None. I just didn't want to like, hurry I up. Don't even care stuff. if I get, if yeah. I get a 60 on, it doesn't even matter. Whatever. Doesn't. Yeah. I'm just like, let me hurry up and submit this. I don't care. Right. But then like, I see, I feel the, the venom like it's attacking the rest of my life. And I'm we like, talk Whoa. about toxic things, but that what you're talking about is toxic. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, we have a choice in that we can, we can change that and, um, allow that toxic thing not to com completely consume us, mm -hmm. but it happens quickly and it happens without us 
like really recognizing it, it's just it right like, whoa all of a sudden I'm like whoa I haven't worked out there like nine days yes it's not normal for me yes or whatever exactly yeah I've learned uh the three things that I could do uh, take literally take a mental health day and call out uh the second thing is and, and it's bittersweet because it sounds more terrible than it actually is but for me I was told you need to lower your expectations I know what this person meant when they were advising me and taking that advice on specific days where I'm just like oh my god and I'm like you know what you know what screw it like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it happen I'm just gonna sit here and let it happen because yeah I'm fighting I'm fighting this wall that I don't need to fight and I'm stressing right. myself out more for what? Exactly. So I will lower my expectations from time to time. Um, and the last thing is to just, to just like you said, Court, uh, say no. I'm not. Yeah. Doing it. it is good to say no. It's a complete sentence. Okay. So excited we talked about this burnout. I love it. It was a juicy one. Come back next time. Listen to this one. Let us know what you think. And subscribe. Is that a thing? Can we subscribe? Yeah, subscribe on Spotify. Anywhere yeah. you listen subscribe, to uh, podcasts. That's mm -hmm. a hip, cool thing to do, I think. So let's do it. All, All right. Forms. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.